Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast with Stephen Bedall of the Production Music Academy and me, Eric Copeland of Make Music Income. In this podcast, we'll talk about our experiences in music licensing as music artists with online channels, our publishing and royalty incomes, and our combined over 40 years experience as music producers for hire. So let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode, oh my gosh, 23? 23. 23 of the Make Music Income podcast. I'm here with Eric Copeland. My name is Steve uh, Bettall. And uh, this episode is brought to you, as always, by productionmusicacademy.com and makemusicincome.com. In today's episode, we're going to talk about, this is getting a little dark, but I think it's going to end on a positive note. We're going to talk about avoiding burnout and knowing when to maybe call it quits. And I'm not talking about quitting music, of course. I'm talking about just knowing when to switch gears. Uh, those of you listening understand that music isn't something that you can just uh, we can just walk away from. It's certainly not something I can't walk away from. It's going to be with me my whole life. I'm going to be a musician um, in, until you know my very last breath. Um, it's something that's a part of me. So uh, when music becomes work, though, whether that's like part-time or full-time, uh, when it, or if it becomes your career, it starts to feel a little bit different. And I know that a lot of the listeners will relate to this. Um, one anxiety that I come up against with, you know, with music production um, and being an artist is just the is the is the idea of like losing touch with the magic of music. And as mu- as musicians, we often forget that you know people experiencing music as non-artists or as non-musicians have this kind of um, childlike awe and and wonder about it. Uh, and it's a really magical experience for them. And, and, you know, it still is for me too. And I still get very inspired by some of the music that I listen to. Um, but when you study it, when you practice it, and it becomes your full-time business, um, you also run the risk of allowing yourself to resent it. Um, and I know that you know many people i know many people you know um over the years who've gone too far down the rabbit hole on on one aspect of their music careers in search of something that they never really found or maybe in search of happiness that that never ultimately uh came about and ultimately you know they they um burnt themselves out and i want to talk about that in this episode (laughs) so um not to get too dark about it, but like to be honest with you guys, like I'm feeling a little burnt out right now, um, and you may, you could probably tell by the you know the the darkness under my eyes. Actually, both Eric and I used the Zoom's uh, skin smoothing feature. Look how smooth our skin is. <laughs> so even still, even with the skin smoothing feature, I still see some lines underneath my eyes. It's pretty bad, and I've been kind of burning the candle at both ends. I, I'm not getting a lot of sleep. I've been working real hard lately, and that's okay. That's part of uh, you know that's part of the journey. Um, but I, I, occasionally, you know, I run up against this feeling of burnout and, uh, it's always a good time to kind of like meditate on that and reassess the situation, reorganize, um, your life. And I want to talk about a few thoughts that I have on, uh, managing burnout, um, you know, and what to do, uh, if you're coming up against that kind of wall. So anyway, uh, before we get into that, uh, Eric, what is going on? How was your week? Oh man, I'm just so burnt out. I'm just kidding. Uh, especially after that soliloquy there. Um, no. I just burnt you out there. 
Dude, uh, talk about burning candles at both ends. I'm now basically working from about nine o'clock in the morning to about uh, 11.30 at night. And that's not including a drive I have after 11.30 to drive home. Yeah. And so uh, I finally end up in front of YouTube where I am still likely watching a, a video from Stevie B or somebody like that until one o'clock in the mornings, which is some people would argue is also work. How long studying. is the drive from work to your home? It's about 40 minutes. That's not that bad. Yeah. No, it's not too bad. And it's an easy one. It's like toll roads going north of Orlando. So I don't have to go through the nastiness of of, of the city. Mm. Uh, so it's a relatively nice drive. And I used to listen to podcasts or listen to music. And it's a downtime kind of thing. Or I can have conversations with people, clients on the phone. So, But it, a lot that means I'm still working. So I am working uh, probably pretty easily 60-hour weeks right now. And um, which I need because to in in some in some respects I am uh, making up a little bit of 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 time. I'm making up a little bit of downtime I've had over the past year or so where the business has started to get a little smaller. And then this year with stock music kind of taking a little bit of a dive, mm-hmm. uh, it, it has it has changed even more. So. Um, I, I was up for a work period, you know, a time of, hey, get to work, get get things going, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm enjoying this new thing that I'm doing, this new teaching job I'm doing and stuff like that. So um, I, I am busy and I my actually it's making my body feel better and uh, I'm getting out. You know, we've all been locked inside for years uh, with COVID and it. it did some damage to my to my body just sitting yeah. here in this room every day, all day, mm-hmm. and um, so getting out and being active is good. Um, I did a video today that is similar to this video that we're talking about. Right before this, I did a live called "Where I Am with Stock Music," and it it similarly talks about you know kind of not feeling it uh, with that income now. I, but I wanted to make sure everybody knew that while I still, um, I still make uh, two or three hundred bucks a month from stock music, it's only five percent of my income right now. Mm-hmm. So less than five percent actually. So I have to be very careful how much time I put into it, and and I think that's another way we can get burned out is that we work so much on something that brings back so little, and we've even seen people talking about that in our Discord even today. Um, I did finish tracking on a country song the other day called I Hope You Like My Truck, very country barroom type of of song. And uh, I've got a few more to pass around and get tracked. I I probably won't be doing any more live tracking for this album. And then I've got vocals going on for them now. So we're getting closer and closer. I keep saying that, but it finally looks like we are moving closer. Um, I did a popular video called uh, My New Music Income that I talked about this job and, and all that kind of stuff, and that's uh, on my channel right now and, and did very well. And I've got a few songs in the work for stock, but I just, and I, I'll mess with them. You know how they are. That You get an idea and you say, we'll see if that works. And But it's been uh, very challenging for me to find the time in the mornings to work on uh, composing stuff because I'm trying my best to finish up getting all my jobs uh, that I'm doing that I don't want to do anymore done. In other words, 
Yeah. There's a few jobs I don't want to do anymore and I don't have to do anymore and I'm going to start outsourcing them. And so trying to get that balance down to the point where I do have more composing time in the mornings um, is going to be the key. So that's what I'm really trying to do. But spending the most of my time teaching uh, hungry minds who want to do or think they want to do what we're talking about today. But the problem is sometimes the dream isn't always a dream once you get into it, especially if it doesn't pay anything or bring any kind of recognition or um, uh, it doesn't give you the joy you thought it was going to give you. And I think I have some answers for that. And yeah. We'll talk about that. Well, I think it's, yeah, I mean, uh, and the pay thing, like the actual, like, you know, getting the money might not come for quite some time. Um, and, and especially music is kind of like, you know, as the, <laughs> that's a, a common issue. It's like, it's kind of an investment uh, in the long term for, for money that might, you know, take years to develop to a, a point where you can, you know, quit your job or you're making significant amounts of money off of it. Um, in the meantime, it's got to bring you something. And mm -hmm. that something's got to be joy. <laughs> um, yeah. You really got to enjoy doing it. Um, you really got to enjoy learning uh, and, and you really got to enjoy the hustle towards, you know, having uh, that kind of stream of income. Um, and I, I think maybe a, an overarching theme of this whole podcast would just be like, you know, if, if it's if you're not getting money or joy, that's probably a good, you know, time to just sit. To, to give it some thought and, and you know, reevaluate re what you're doing. And it's, a, it's not like you have to, because you don't have to quit music. You, may, you might just want to consider switching gears to do, and trying something else. Um, you know, I mean, because it, you got to be, it's got to be fun, man. You know, it's got to be fun. Um, and I think that the, the, the royalty free or the, the stock music grind uh, is something that I can think can burn people out. And I've, I think we've had several people kind of, speak on that in the discord i mean we had our friend brian kind of speak on that uh just today um is that i think you know it's a hustle that can kind of burn you out um mm -hmm. so before we get started in that tell us how your week has brought you kind of to this point i know you're you you're you're in editing uh craziness right now and doing stuff how have you, you said earlier that you've you've started to feel some some burnout what what has your week been like and and what has brought you to this point well my i mean everything's good my week's been is been cool uh i'm it's, it's pretty much business as usual over here i mean i got uh, a couple new tracks on uh, approved on motion array I'm excited about that i'm working on a film scoring course for uh for june for the academy um i featured the uh the collab track uh from mm -hmm. last month's challenge um that's cool yeah for yesterday's live stream which was super fun um, I'm trying to get into the Spotify game and, uh, and, uh, I'm trying to, to, you know, <clears throat> kind of do some research there and, uh, and, uh, and also started a topic, a new topic in the Academy for Spotify and, uh, SoundCloud growth. Um, and, uh, and kind of focusing on, yeah, like the, the artist side of things a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I think it's, uh, what got me to feel feeling a little bit burnt out burnt out and, and this is no big deal because it, it happens every once in a while is just that you know i spend so much time like you know editing stuff i'm like then and then it's like uh administrative things and then I, i'm also trying to uh you know organize a bunch of gigs for the summer um trying trying to get the schedules together i'm trying to figure out 
uh, logistics for uh, for my wedding that's coming up, uh, as well as a bachelor party, and then several other weddings um, as well. Um, it's a real. It's going to be a real chaotic and busy summer, um, and, I, and I'm trying to sort out a lot of things at the same time. I got my taxes uh, that I'm trying to deal with, which is complicated. I think what got me to uh, to feel it's the strangest thing, but like I was feeling anxious about um, putting out like a YouTube video this week. And I was just like, oh man, I just like, I just don't have time. Like I didn't have time this week to do it. And I always like have this, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, try to do at least like, you know, one video a week. Um, yeah. And this week was like, there's no chance. Like I, I just don't have the time to do it. And, and yeah, I felt kind of disappointed. And I one like the other night, and I kind of sounded off about this uh, yesterday on my live stream too, but I was up late at night. I could, like I couldn't sleep. I felt kind of restless and I was watching YouTube and um, one of I don't know if you know Michael Bagstrom. He's like uh, mm -hmm. this dude. He's been on YouTube forever. He's been um, he, he does like music tutorials. He, done, he has like tons of tutorials, hundreds and hundreds of them. Swedish guy seems like a really sweet dude. Um, and he put out this video just recently that was like he's just so candid and so honest. He's just like I'm done, <laughs> like straight up. I'm sick of doing tutorials. I'm like, I've been doing them for 12 years from now on. All I'm doing on YouTube is whatever the hell I want to do. And I was like, Oh, I, was I like, totally get that. And I was like, I totally the way it. he said it was so candid and so honest and like, and so raw. And I was like, Oh man, I was like, I totally feel this guy. I just felt the, the, the burnout in like the way he was saying, I just felt yeah. his energy so hard. And then, and then I noticed that like all the videos that he's putting out on YouTube now are him playing like tin whistle covers. He's just having fun. Like he doesn't care. Funny. Anyway, I, I anyway can it, feel, it resonated I with feel, me. <laughs> I feel your YouTube pain. Um, yeah. As you know, I've, I, since I started this job, I've been doing a lot more lives rather than film videos and edited ones. Yeah. But the edited ones just do so much better than the lives. They and do. Yeah. When you edit something down to 10 or 15 minutes or less, it really, uh, people can get in and get out and get what they need and they just do so much better. Yeah. And so uh, I have decided to kind of half my plan, and I talked about this last week where I'm just gonna do one live, per week and then on the other day really work on getting the thing filmed and putting that thing out in addition to our uh, things that we do with our with this and mm -hmm. so every other week I have that on my channel and so yeah I, I I feel that and I feel that pressure sometimes because you want to keep the the YouTube channel for me is the most important piece you have your Academy I don't have an Academy and I'm not planning to have an Academy I'm planning to have to, to to continue to find ways to build my YouTube channel. And, right. and I, I, I had a great interview with a guy talking about um, uh, uh, Spotify and stuff that just is killing. And so uh, in a totally different music income that this guy's making almost five figures a month. And this guy, it, this it, is an interview you haven't released yet? He makes Dan Barracuda look like a tiny little guppy. <laughs> makes Dan Barracuda look like Dan Guppy. Dan I mean, Guppy. as far as what, <laughs> as far as what this guy is doing on a, and it's it's not music. Wait, I mean, this so this isn't this is something that's not come out yet. Yeah, this is. I haven't oh, even I shot wait. it yet. We just had a, oh, okay. a kind of consult yesterday. But let me tell you, the, what this guy is doing is very impressive. 
And cool. so, but it's a whole nother kind of music income yeah. that is not even something I've talked about on this channel. So my, my goal is to try to continue to build this channel and not around just stock music, because as we see, stock music has its limits. And it has it for myself, it has it for Brian, someone even has it for you. You know, it, it can't be depended on. Everything changes all the time. And so, um, yeah, it, it's just something that we've got to really watch. And, and, and I think, here's the other thing, and, and I'm just gonna jump right into this now. You haven't really wrapped up your week. Well, you, I guess you kind of- Oh yeah, yeah, I've, but, I have. Okay, so I, I just want to just say that um, this is something I have run into for decades and decades. I mean, since I was 18 or in my teens, when I knew I loved music, I knew I wanted to do music, but there are just times when you feel like you don't wanna do it. You, you just don't feel it, if you're not feeling it. Yeah. And to me, there's an easy way to, to, to fix that, and that is to stop. I'm not frozen, I just stopped. <laughs> Take a to take stop a break and much doing need a break. Music. Just stop. Put it away. Yeah, yeah. Go don't go in your studio. Go away for the weekend. Go away for a week. Totally. There's nothing like a long week in a place where then there's no music to do, no music to play. You don't have a guitar. You don't have a piano. Yeah. You're just at Disney or you're at a state park. You're camping in the wilderness. You have no way to do anything but just chill and just relax and just let your brain take a break. And I think, especially those of us who are creative, this happens with authors too. This isn't music centric. This has happens with anyone who's in the creative arts of any kind. This happens with teachers. This happens with um, anyone who is trying to do this same thing every day and trying to make it either their livelihood or their passion or whatever. Mm -hmm. You've got to get away from it. You've got to take breaks and you've got to get, just get away. And I think that is the thing that has always been the thing that has kind of healed me up. Um, I've gone spurts, I've gone months, if not multi-months without writing a song before. Yeah. Um, I, I've gone, a lot of a lot of days or, or weeks without touching the, a keyboard before and it's helpful it is it, helpful and um so i i, I know what burnout feels like because i've been in it so much because this has been my job for non-stop for 22 years and before that uh even other years uh, and, and times that I've done it. But for sure, nonstop 22 years has been, this music is my only job. And most people that are listening to this don't even do music for their job. They just do music for a side gig. Yeah. You know, they have another job. I, I don't know, but I can't remember about Brian, but I think Brian has another job besides music. I think so. Yeah, I think so. And, and <clears throat> you know, we, we've, uh, we've, I've talked about this a bit on previous episodes, but like growing up, like as a, like as a young kid, like as a, as a teenager, like I wanted to be like a, I wanted to be a rock star, you know, I wanted to, to be on stage and play music and sing. And that's all they wanted to do. I was so focused on, um, on that goal. Uh, you know, all throughout my twenties, like I, I, you know, I hustled hard on, on the band stuff, went on tour and that had some amazing moments, you know, and I don't regret any of it. Um, it was, it was, fa it was fantastic, but I was so, I became so attached to that dream 
<clears throat> that vision of myself, you know, being a, like a touring uh, performing musician, that it was extremely difficult to allow myself to recognize that uh, it's not what was making me happy. Um, I think, you know, you get so attached to uh, like a, a dream that you're in denial about the, you can, you can become in denial about the fact that it's actually making you miserable and it's actually not what you want to do. And then when you come to the, to that realization, you accept that that is, it isn't what your, your dream of doing whatever it is that you had in mind, isn't maybe what's going to happen for, for the rest of your life is mm -hmm. it's actually uh, very cathartic and it's, it's a, it's a very, you know, healthy release. And it was for me, I think it was painful to come, to that but it was um you know the, the the kind of the best decision i ever made was to kind of exit that that plan and and kind of reassess uh my life and and decide that uh you know i wasn't going to be on the road i wasn't going to be like a, a road warrior um you know and it what it wasn't in line with the an, an original dream but the dream has changed into something else and i'm, I'm so much happier now <laughs> i really am um so so I think, you know, uh, and, and I was, I got burnt out. I got really, really burnt out by the lifestyle and, and, uh, and, and the, the toll it took on my body. So we were discussing a little bit like, you know, <clears throat> um, some way, like uh, talking about ways to, to avoid uh, this, this situation. Um, you were saying, take a, take a break, like, you know, an extended break. That's a, I think that's a really good idea. Um, One yeah, thing I've been doing uh, since I started teaching is almost completely taking a break on the weekends, um, not even turning the lights on in here, and using this as a walk-through room out to the pool rather than, and, and into the family room rather than as a studio. Right. Yeah. Um, a few mornings I have caught up on a few personal projects that aren't work at all. Uh, most people watching this, everything you do is a personal project. For me, you know, I. I have to really mark out that time, but um, just really not doing anything musically and just going, last week we went to a movie, the next day we went to a water park and we just kind of stayed away from the house and from the, the grind. Yeah, man. And it makes you fresher when you wake up on Monday morning, you're like, okay, let's get back to this thing. To do, to do that at least once a week. Yeah, at least once. I take Saturdays off and I spend it with my girlfriend and we go out and do that fun stuff and we go for dinner and uh we do whatever the hell we want um and i don't come into the studio i don't listen to anything on the headphones i i, I totally exit from it uh, and i i find it really healthy to do that um i mean there's some other like really obvious things that you know you can you can kind of do to, I, I, for me like personally like having like a healthy diet and sleep and then getting regular ex exercise is like extremely um beneficial um yeah. for managing stress uh but i think almost above all else what i would recommend to everybody listening is if you're feeling stressed out or burnt out about what you're doing is just start your day off um doing something that you that is really great like you start your day off uh doing something you love um don't look at don't look at your email or your phone uh don't get into it first thing in the morning at least Today, not your business email i have different emails i have like business email from clients and then i have fun emails from like you know i'll get emails about uh, music uh, things that i'm interested in hobby things things that i videos channels that i watch or, or whatever um 
but yeah, I know what you mean. I don't open emails in the morning. Um, I like this. You morning, don't open emails a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I've I, learned I delete to a lot of emails. I've learned to text you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I want to make sh- if it's time sensitive, I, I I know to text you now. So it's a smart, smart strategy. <laughs> I yeah, I mean I I get um, emails are you, you know something that happens after I take my morning walk, like this morning or a run. Um, this morning, like because I'm f- sort of feeling like a little stressed out and a little burnt out right now, um, I took a nice hour long r- walk in the drizzle here in Vancouver, <laughs> and it. It was so beautiful, man. It smells so good, and there's cherry blossoms everywhere, and I just breathed deeply uh, throughout the whole thing, and that just makes me feel good, man. It just makes me feel really good. I have a coffee, and I go for a nice long walk. Sometimes I'll go for a run, too, just and sweat it out. Um, and I start my day off right, man, and uh, and then I get into the weeds and, and, and get uh, into the emails and start, and start figuring uh, out the day, but, man... I can't just like get into it first thing in the morning. It's just like, it's it's just such a bad idea. (laughs) I am about to get back to exercising the way I was when I lived in Nashville. And when we first moved down here, I I was a gym rat. Mm. I mean, three days a week at least, or, or at most, but usually two days at least. I would go to the gym and play basketball for a while, sometimes with people or sometimes just shooting on my own for about 45 minutes to an hour, then go do cardio, then swim, and then hot hot tub, and uh, and then steam room, and nice. then I mean, there's nothing like that. Two hours that there's no music involved there. There's like yeah. might be musical and ideas that I'm I'm thinking about, or or whatever. Now the beauty about something like basketball or some kind of team sport is that if I'm playing with people, I can't think about anything else. It takes control of my thoughts. Right. All I all I think about is the play. Is 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 trying to score. Is trying to pass. Is whatever. And it it's it's the one thing that takes music away. Right. In other words, it makes music go away. There is no music happening. Sometimes I might have a little tune in my head as I'm playing, but for the most part, I am concentrating on the strategy yeah. of the game, and that's what I'm doing. And so. So anyway, uh, yeah, I think that having those other things, um, those other hobbies alongside, like the guy I talked to yesterday, I was telling you about that makes a lot of money in Spotify. He makes money in Spotify, but he also makes it uh, as an artist. He does like paintings and he also has a job doing something else, marketing or something. So, you know, I think he has other things that besides music that are hobbies i have other things that are hobbies besides music some may, maybe you're a gamer a video gamer and and that can take your mind off of music for a while maybe you like to get out and do physical things and hike and walk and stuff like that i think that's very important yeah but to get back to the the actual side of of doing music and feeling burnt out i think you really have to get to a place where you decide that either I need to take a break or I need to, and, and quit is not the answer necessarily. Quitting's not an option. What, it's, not what even, is it's always not even in the in the vocabulary for me. But like, it's like I'm not going to quit music. Like that's all, that's all I know how to do. <laughs> well, something we all that is said in Nashville a lot is if you can do anything else other than this, like if you can just wake up and not do music, mm-hmm. and it doesn't bother you, and you can go do something else 
then you should go do that other thing. Because music should be a thing that you can't not do. Yeah. It should be the thing that it, you just can't help but sit down and mess about with That's stuff right. or read about or study about. To do it. You need to be compelled. You have to you have to be compelled. And if you are not compelled, that's one way to know that maybe this is more of a hobby and something that you do every once in a while when you feel like it. Let it be that. It's okay. It doesn't ha just because I do it for a living and Steve does it for a living doesn't mean you have to do it for a living. If it's not that thing, that makes you enough money to survive and you don't like doing it for money. There are lots of people who who I talked to on the chat today and I've heard from that say, I do this for fun. I do yeah. this when I come home at night or in the morning or whenever. So I don't have to, uh, I don't have to, I can just enjoy myself. And, mm -hmm. and to me, that is a key. That is a really big key that you can do music uh, for fun. I don't, I can't do that because music is my job and I'll never until, I retire from jobs that pay me to work on demand. Will I be able to do music for fun, only fun? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, well, music music is fun, but it's, it's yeah. I mean, it's a it's a business too, um, and the business side of things can can lead to to burnout if you're not careful. Um, yeah. It's it's just a matter of, of of you know finding a balancing act, which is always fluid. Um, you know, mm -hmm. things get busy, uh, and then you got to reassess and and you find and find the balance for you know to from my creativity versus all the administrative business things, um, and sometimes, sure. you know, I get overwhelmed uh, yeah. with with the administrative all the all the things that you know need to happen in order for me to carve out the little time, uh, you know, to to write actually write music, which is the whole point of the whole of the of the reason I chose this career path, right? It's 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 that you got to write music and it's like if i'm not doing that enough then i'm like i get really overwhelmed um so well i mean this this channel this podcast your academy um stock libraries that have uh clients that have deadlines all those things um can mount yeah. on you and uh and so that's what i'm trying to do now that finally i've got a place a a, a way to financially say, okay, I'm going to be okay if I don't work every second of every day, mm -hmm. even though I still kind of am. But I'm trying to get to the point where I can get rid of a, some of the things that I don't want to do. Yeah. And I think that's uh, somebody today in the chat said, I think it was Ronan who said, he's just, if he could hire somebody to put all the songs up and take and keep that going on, we've all said that it would be, you know, it, it would be easy. Um, and, and, I guess so, but he also said in the same breath, but then they wouldn't do it like I want them to do it. So uh, that, yeah. that's another, that's a, that's a, uh, that's a, you're not a good businessman problem because it's, it's the whole e-myth thing where if you can't hire somebody to, to replace you, then it's not a job, it's not a job that you probably are going to make a lot of money on if you can't replace yourself. Yeah. And <laughs> so that's the problem with the business of like stock music or, or sync or anything. You've got to do all the work around it. It's not just a matter. I think even being in a band, as you know, is there's a lot of work around that yeah. beyond the two hour gig or three hour gig. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, that's the, that's the crazy thing about being a band. It's like, you know, 99% is just <laughs> the, Getting to the gig, setting up the gig, breaking down the gear, you know, all the all the crazy stressful stuff that, uh, you know, organize, 
spent practice rehearsals uh you know all the all the work and then it's like that little sliver of joy is the actual gig itself which is so which is so you know few and far between uh all of the all the work involved so i will also relate what a producer told me when i the producer i studied under what he told me when i first told him that I don't like sitting there and letting the client tell me what to do to make music. I just want to make music. I don't want some client sitting over my shoulder saying, no, that's not the chord. No, that's not the chord. No, that's not the chord. I said, I don't like that. And he says, well, then what I would recommend is go down the street and get a job at Firestone changing <laughs> tires on cars. Yeah. And do that for about six months or a year. And then think about if you would rather be in here with a client and making music totally. for money. Which one would you rather have? Now, that doesn't apply to everybody because not everybody can make a living with their music skills um, and, and, or, and or are ready to do that. But... There is a beauty in, in leaving it and, and or threatening to leave it and saying, okay, I'm going to go do a corporate gig or I'm going to go do a, another job that pays me and I don't have to think about that. And then you'll find yourself, you'll find out the rub if you are supposed to be doing music for money. Yeah, like, and, and, I, you will. and, and yeah, speaking of corporate gigs, I say like I, I have a couple of friends here in town who, who did, who were doing a lot of corporate gigs and it got, they got burnt out doing corporate gigs and they're like they're like i need to take some artistic gigs i need to take some non-corporate gigs i'm like it's a balancing act it's always a balancing mm -hmm. act right well so the bottom line here is if you are feeling burnout feel free even though it's music to take time away and do something else or just do music offline go play the piano for a while and guitar on your front porch don't feel like you have to throw stuff to libraries and you have to develop this whole career it's not mandatory Deep breaths. Deep breaths, take time, stop, take time away from it, and there's no better way to really get yourself um, kind of stopping. And, and, and to, you, it just, just take time away. Take time off, and if, you, if after a few weeks you're still not wanting to, then that means you haven't taken enough time. Yeah, maybe. Um, and that's just the way with any hobby. I haven't read a book for a long time. That doesn't mean I'm done reading books. It's just that I've been playing apps or I've been like doing music stuff or whatever. So hobbies come and go. Um, sometimes you pick them up for a, a few years. I've had clients who pick it up for a year and put out a CD and then they do all the marketing and they go, you know, I'm going to just sit around. I'm just going to relax for a bit. And then they don't put out music for another year or two. And, and then it comes back and they call me up and they go, Hey, I'm ready to record again. You know, yeah. I've got some new songs refreshed. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the ticket. So definitely think you could do that this week. If you're feeling stress, if you're feeling burnout, take some time away, just let it go. Let yeah. it go. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. Now we're going to get flagged for a copyright <laughs> claim. Content. At least it's on your right channel. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, guys. Appreciate all you right. all. And uh, we'll see you guys at the next episode. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B Production Music Academy, and Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. 
It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.